At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron Torres, get the seatbelt ready. We're going to be locked in for game seven tonight. But right now, some huge news when it comes to the NBA. Nick Nurse, the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, just breaking within the last 15 minutes or so. So the 76ers get one of the hot commodities out there in the coaching world. I, I think this is – I. I you know, to the point of there, there are not a lot of hot takes with Nick Nurse. <laughs> That's true. But what I think that you can you can some you know you can figure out in this scenario is you have two teams in the Eastern Conference, and we're going to talk about the Heat and Celtics. But you have two teams that are aren't too different from each other. They have superstar players. You're trying to figure out what's going to happen with their surrounding cast. There's changes that are likely going to be made and it's what direction do you go from here and i'm talking about the bucks and the sixers who were the first team the top team in the east top team in the nba the bucks were in the regular season and philadelphia came in as a three seed in these nba playoffs and took the celtics to to seven games the bucks ousting uh being ousted by the heat in the first round of the playoffs even though Giannis was hurt aaron it's kind of kind of a signal of, all right, things just got to kind of got to change here. The 76ers, on the other hand, had two opportunities to beat the Celtics and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals and couldn't get it done. So now you're kind of looking for a tweak here. And so the Bucks go with Adrian Griffin. 
not experienced with a head coach, but was Nurse's assistant in Toronto. He gets that job. Nurse then goes to Philadelphia. I don't think that the Bucks and Sixers are really that different from each other, but now in moving forward, it really feels like the Sixers are like, all right, we feel like we've got the pieces here. Even if James Harden ends up moving on and going back to Houston, if he stays great, but we feel like we've got some pieces around Joel Embiid that we can maybe make a run. Let's go with a guy who's been there before to help us through it. Where the Bucks, I think, are kind of not hitting the reset button, but trying to hit the recharge button and going with someone maybe with fresh ideas that hasn't been in that spot you know, before trying to change things. I just think that they're two very similar teams. And even though they got coaches coming over from Toronto, I think that they signify two different uh, ways of thinking as they move forward uh, with their organizations with these two hires. Well, you know the Bucks way better than I do in terms of what their thinking is, not only with this hire, but then also with their roster going forward. And I know outside of Giannis, they have some older players that are probably on the tail end of of you know their primes or or you know playable whatever. Chris Middleton is about to be thirty two here in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, Brooke Lopez is getting older, on and on. So, I think the thing that stands out to me when you when you said about Philadelphia, a guy who's been there and done that before. For um, my only issue with that, I, I don't agree with what you. I don't disagree with what you said. My only issue is, wasn't that why you hired Doc Rivers three years ago, two years ago, whatever it was? Okay, we did the Brett Brown thing. He got us through the process. Da 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 da. Now it's time to go get a guy with championship pedigree. And so, to me, again, I'm not saying Doc Rivers is blameless for the situation in Philadelphia, but when you look at that Game Seven situation, when you did lose to the Boston Celtics. And you have a situation in that game where, look at you know James Harden finished that game. What was he five for whatever five for uh, three for eleven? Excuse me, Joel Embiid five for eighteen. Like I I can't again. I I, I don't want to be boring with my take, and I wish I had a hotter take. But I think it's about the five guys on the court more than it is the guy calling the shots. Is Joel Embiid? I know he's had the regular season accolades now, but is he going to step up when it matters in the playoffs? James Harden, can you get something consistent from him as he enters year 12, 13, 14, whatever it is? Does Tyrese Maxey make that leap? Is James Harden back? If he's not, how do you use that cap space for something else? It's not that I'm not excited to see how it plays out, but you already made the hire three years ago to bring in the guy with the championship pedigree. At some point, it does fall on the guys on the court. I I think what you're saying is fair, that it's it's now Joel Embiid's responsibility, um, just like it probably was Giannis's responsibility to take his team uh, to the promised land. There do seem to be failings with Doc Rivers that are that are magnified, and so their that goal of doing so um, in making a change, I think, is warranted. But we were just talking earlier, and we used Kawhi as the example in in comparing him to um, Jimmy Butler, and like. Look at look at what that title did. Look at what Kawhi has done. Kawhi has now allowed Nick Nurse to go and be be picky about yeah. what head coaching jobs he wanted when he left. Forever championship Rap- coach, right? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Raptors the last three seasons have one first round exit in the NBA playoffs to their to their name. And that may be about personnel um and the and the pieces that they they have there. Could very well be. 
But it's also just the point of what did Kawhi do? Kawhi brings them a, you know, a championship. And now you look at the value of the, you know, of the players and what he's done um, with, you know, Nick Nurse has that on his resume, as he said, he's, that's what he's going to be considered. And, and so when we criticize Kawhi, just remember what Kawhi has also done and has allowed. And he's now allowed Nick Nurse to maybe pick and choose his next stops again after having one playoff appearance in the last three years. Yeah. And it is it is kind of interesting, like, you know, to play devil's advocate, if they, if they don't win that championship, then does Nick Nurse have a choice? Is he revered? Is this considered a smart hire? Are there multiple teams interested in his services? Or is he just a guy that, you know, let's just say the Kawhi Leonard trade never happens, period, and he doesn't win a championship, and he doesn't make the finals, and they lose in the semis or the Eastern Conference finals like they had pre-Kawhi. Is he just now a guy that we're questioning? Does he even deserve the second shot, let alone, oh my goodness, you know, Nick Nurse, championship coach, he's the guy, got to put him over the top. So, it's an it's an interesting you know push pull I guess I just I don't it, even think there's push pull I think you're right I don't think he is I don't yeah. think he is at all I don't think that there's you know the the point about Embiid and and you can't you can't change you know like you're not gonna you're not gonna trade Joel Embiid you've got Joel Embiid and at some point he's gonna be as far as you know he's gonna take you as far as he can and at some point you're just gonna have to live with it I think that that's that's pretty true um, in a lot of the NBA and I think that we see that like you know you you can have the coaching you know as much as as much as you know you can have the best in the world. Um, and it's only going to get you so far. It's going to come out in certain spots, but ultimately the players end up getting, you know, getting you over. What I think Philadelphia looks at is, again, we had two opportunities to knock off the Celtics to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So we have these pieces. We've gotten to that point. Why can't we do it? To your point, Joel Embiid's got to play better in game sixes and game sevens. So that, that's what it's got to be. There, I think, thinking is the minor adjustments that a Nick Nurse could make um, could make the difference for that team. But, yeah, ultimately, it, you got to have great players. There's There's been very – outside of the Pistons – and when you look back at the Pistons, you're just like, well, actually, actually, just had a bunch of really good players. But you need great top level teams, and I'm talking about the Pistons of the the, the 2000 championship. Wow, you shots know. at Isaiah Thomas. We're going to talk about no, uh, no, not, no, not, not at all. I don't need Bill Lambeer calling me. Um, but it's just that you know the Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Ben Wallace. You know, I mean, like that is a solid, solid core. But are you going to say are there any superstars on that team? No. No, you need your superstars to carry, and that's ultimately it's ultimately it's what's going to happen in Milwaukee. If the Bucks are going to have more success, whether Adrian Griffin or Nick Nurse or whoever's going to be the coach, and it's the same thing in Philadelphia. So I think you're I think you're absolutely right in saying that that for as much of the moves and it looks flashy and everything, it still comes down to Joel Embiid coming up in the biggest times that they need. I was going to ask, assuming uh, the the Celtics largely run it back, I don't care who's coaching them, but that Jalen Brown is back with Jason Tatum, and obviously the Bucks are going to make moves, but Giannis is going to be kind of the centerpiece there. Do you think this changes the dynamics in the East at all? Because, again, even even if James Harden comes back, it, it doesn't, in my opinion. No. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I thought the difference for the Celtics this year, I thought that just the addition of Malkin Brogdon was going to just do them um, a world of good. 
And here he's been dinged up in the playoffs and didn't play in game six. Uh, you know, Monty's saying that we're thinking we're going to get some Brogdon action tonight. But again, who knows how successful he can be. Their addition of adding him this offseason, to me, put them as the favorites again in the East, even after winning it and even after Milwaukee was the number one um, overall seed. I don't think it changes anything. Honestly, if James Harden leaves, I don't think it really changes too much with the Sixers. That's how um, I feel. Yeah, and uh, you know, I still think that they're they're going to be there. Maybe Tyrese Maxey takes it to the next level. Um, so I, I don't crazy to crazy to like actually say it now that I'm hearing myself say it. Um, but they're still going to be a contender. It's what you could get to fill around. And again, Harden could return to Philadelphia, um, and maybe Nurse is the guy to to make that work there. But I don't think it changes you know things too much. I think the Bucks have a really interesting off season, uh, but I don't think you're going to see too much change. Um, in Boston, because I think they're going to win tonight. Uh, if not, different story. <laughs> we can see different story, but I don't think it changes the uh, you know the 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 power struggle that you've got atop the East right now. If there's one saving grace, too, you know, I I don't know how serious it ever got, but you know, those early whispers of. Mike D'Antoni, of course, with the Daryl Morey stuff. So at, le- <laughs> at, at least we could put those to bed if you're a Sixers fan and you don't have to worry about uh, reliving history with D'Antoni and Morey and potentially James Harden as well. Yeah, uh, it's, I'll tell you what, this adds this adds even more pressure, I think, on Joel Embiid. I agree, 100%. Because, and, and you know, again, it's, it's, it's I listen, I, I've said it three or four times. I'm not going to keep going there. But I I, I think it's a, a collaborative effort in the loss like I, I I just think if you go and look at um you know if you just go go and look at you know if there's a, a, a blame pie or a blame chart as far as who's to blame for what happened uh not only in these playoffs but really the last couple years um I, I don't think it's all on Doc Rivers and now again to this point it's like well now okay you got you, you got the new head coach Doc Rivers is out uh, I, I do think if, and again, it's kind of the same conversation we were having with uh, the, with Jokic coming into these playoffs. Okay, you're an MVP now. Uh, now go out and prove it in the games that matter the most. And this has been a theme of today's show. We were talking about it with Jimmy Butler earlier. Is he that good or does he get credit because he does it on the biggest stages? Well, now Joel Embiid, you've had that regular season success, could have been MVP last season, was the MVP this year. Now it's time to do it in the biggest games that matter the most. Yeah, the added pressure of the Embiid <laughs> MVP it was enough to make Joel Embiid need to step up his game. Now he's got to do it and back the new coach that that comes into town. He's Eric Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. We are going to dissect Game 7 and what's at stake tonight between the Heat and Celtics coming up next. But I want to let you know, today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Get Aaron Torres on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can hit me up on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. All right. Who needs it more tonight? I know it sounds silly, but there actually may be one team that needs it more than the other. We'll tell you who that is next year on Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Shopping for tires can be deflating not at tirerack.com fast free shipping and free road hazard protection are just the start did you know they test tires they've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit great traction and a comfortable ride they share the results so you can make an informed choice go to tirerack.com sports tell them what you drive not sure where to begin try the tire decision guide for a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive they only sell the best like the full line of Hankook tires ship fast and free to you 
or one of over 10,000 recommended installers with free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Honkook test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. In about uh, two and a half hours or so, the uh, A's will take the field in Oakland. Don't know in front of how many Aaron Torres. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for Camino and Rich today, live from the TireRack.com studios. But Braves and A's tonight, starting a series in Oakland. And uh, maybe it'll be the final time that the Braves and A's play in Oakland, as it seems that the A's keep on getting closer and closer to moving to Las Vegas. And it's a story that pops up. There are even details today about maybe how it could cost uh, taxpayers in Nevada and Las Vegas a little bit more than they thought. Uh, a lot of details coming out. The renderings of the park were released last week, so you get some positive news if you want the A's in Las Vegas, and if then if you don't want the A's in Las Vegas and you're he- hearing some numbers on how their their path may be made easier to the city, that could get you frustrated. Anyway, it's an ongoing story, but in the end, with all of these details, Aaron, um, of going out, I, I just wonder... I, I just really wonder on how baseball works in Las Vegas. And I know it's a topic. Your mom lives in Las Vegas. You've been many times. I know you and Jason Martin, Saturday nights on Fox Sports Radio, have, have, have discussed this topic. Jason's in Nashville, and that's a team that's looking for a major league baseball team. And I, I, I look at Nashville. I look at Salt Lake. I look at Portland. I look at all these cities that are looking for, you know, maybe the possibility of, of making it, you know, to the big leagues and having a, a big league team. And it just to me, they just seem like all better options for for a major league baseball team as opposed to Las Vegas. So I'll, I'll gloss over most of the stuff that's already been discussed, but I do think it's important to note the Knights were first, first professional team. Vegas is a city that had nothing that was their own, you know, uh, dating back to UNLV basketball 25, 30 years ago when, they, when the Knights got there. So Knights were the first team. 
Uh, the second team is the Oakland, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who, of course, are the NFL, and everybody's going to be interested in the NFL. I even think the NBA has a better chance of working when it eventually gets to Vegas than baseball does, and let me explain why. And and by the way, let's put aside the fact that if the A's try to run the A's the way that they're running them in Oakland in Vegas, no one's going to show up. But I I think I think that's a big deal. You, I, think it's I, a I mean, huge I know you're throwing deal. it, no. but I think that is also a, a, a big deal as well. I think it's a huge deal, and I know we're a little short on time. Let me let me just add this, Dan. As somebody, like I said, I I, I do go out there a couple times a year. I I think a summer sport. Every night is tough, and let me explain why. You go to Vegas, there's so much to do, right? And so if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan in hockey that goes because the Oilers are playing um, you know, the, the, the Knights, you, you go to one game, and then you probably got two or three other nights to do whatever you want. To ask a, a Red Sox fan to go to the ballpark three straight nights when there's so many great places to eat, there's so many shows. The thing I keep going back to, Dan... When you're at that pool in the middle of the summer and it's 100 degrees and the music's playing and the drinks are flowing, you don't want to leave the pool at 445 to go shower to get to the ballpark by 630. So mm-hmm. there are so many factors. And and I, and I the, the last thing I'll say, one, I think the point on, on how the team is run is huge. It's something I've asked our, our colleague Bernie Fratto about many times because I think that's important. But I think because it's a summer sport, it's a nightly sport. It's just, you know, when like I said, it, you're on vacation. That sun's out. The music's playing. You don't want to rush back to your hotel in the middle of the day. It's a lot different than being in Vegas. I know you've been many times. The winter, there's not always as much to do in that afternoon time as opposed to the summer. I, I, I also think that you mentioned the, the Golden Knights and the Raiders uh, of them being there. I think some of the luster of Agreed. moving to Vegas is not as much as it was for obviously landing an expansion NHL team and then relocating an NFL franchise. We've now seen this before, so that takes it takes you know the the shine off of it. Um, Las Vegas in the summer uh, is a tough place to be if you're not in a pool and you're outside. Exactly. And in being outside, and it's not a dome stadium, uh, there is an overhang, but still. If it's a hundred degrees, I, I'm not sure on how much you know you would want to be at a ballpark. And listen, I know it's a hundred degrees in in other cities, um, but it just doesn't seem like it's the main thing to do. And to try to establish a fan base, yes. I think is you know is difficult. I also not every city needs four professional sports teams You're right. of the major major. Teams. I mean, New York obviously handles it because you get, you know, double sports teams. Um, but there's, you know, at some point there's stuff that's, you know, it could get oversaturated. Well, it's okay to be in a two sport, you know, town or a three, you know, team town. Those are okay. I just feel like those other cities like Salt Lake that only has the Jazz. Uh, Nashville obviously has the Predators and, and Titans, but you could you could fit that in there. You're not going to get an NBA team because one's already in Memphis, you know, in, in Tennessee. Not that Memphis and Nashville are, are, are super close, but just wouldn't make any sense. So that could fit in that spot. Portland, obviously, you just have the Trailblazers, and obviously, you know, MLS is, is in the city as well, but you would have another – you would have – I think you'd have more of a community embrace then I just think it would completely get lost in the shuffle in Las Vegas. Well, and just not be a draw. Yeah, and I would just say really quick, like you look at a city like say New Orleans, like 
I don't want to speak for everybody, but it doesn't feel like the NBA has necessarily been embraced there when maybe another sport would be. And Vegas, maybe it's even a three-sport town, because I think the NBA would probably work there. I just think baseball is the one. Again, six nights a week, you know, 81 home games. You're asking fans traveling to spend three nights in a row at the ballpark. I just don't think that's a recipe for success, let alone having to build your own fan base within the community when two other teams are already there. Yeah, and the Golden Knights, are, I would feel, have a special place in the heart of Vegas residents because that's theirs. That's their baby. It mm-hmm. was the first team. It didn't come from somewhere else. And the Raiders actually have enough cachet to make it work. I just I don't know if it works. I'll tell you, the WNBA and you know the team that, that Mark Davis is you know that owns you know the owner of the Raiders and the WNBA like you know they put together this juggernaut team that could really really help the WNBA you know and move on. It's indoors. You have no problem going to indoor event, you know, in the summertime. It's going outside and dealing with that, uh, you know, dealing with the heat that we talked about. I just think it's it's going to be, you know, it's going to be difficult. And I, I just, I think there are other cities that Major League Baseball could put teams. Um, I don't think Vegas is that ultimate need. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer, sitting in for Covino and Rich, live from the TireRack.com studios. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Aaron didn't mean to, but he did. We'll explain next year on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Camino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for the guys. The guys actually were in for Dan Patrick earlier today. Uh, so if you want to catch that, you can go to podcast at foxsportsradio.com and hear that. And if you missed any part of the show, you can uh, do the same thing. Just go to Camino and Rich and uh, when the show is over and hear what you missed. Uh, Aaron Torres, uh, you did not miss on Twitter uh, firing up a, uh, I guess, a, a firestorm, if you will, uh, by a tweet. And we were going to tie this into Scottie Pippen's comments about calling Michael Jordan horrible, but you know, screw Pippen. He's got enough run on this stupid stuff anyway. But uh, there was a little little MJ LeBron stuff that got the uh, social media world. Well, and that up. that is sort of why it's applicable. Is that um, is that I wouldn't bring it up otherwise. But but so why I bring it up? So last Wednesday, um, 
you know, it was supposed to be game five of the Western Conference Finals. There is no game five. The Nuggets sweep the Lakers. And so maybe ironically, maybe not. But ESPN, who was broadcasting the Western Conference Finals, decides to put on the last dance instead of the Lakers Nuggets game that didn't exist. And so I'm watching it and it's all the same emotions the first time you watch it. I'm just waiting for my, you know, to get ready for dinner or whatever. And I don't think much of it. But I just tweeted out something about, you know, look. I've always liked LeBron. I've always respected him as a basketball player. But when you see that competitiveness of Michael Jordan year in and year out, game in and game out, like there's just no comparison, and there's probably no comparison in NBA history. So why I bring this up, one is it's on the heels of Scottie Pippen. But two, the tweet went crazy viral. And it was literally, you know, and I I am one of these people, I just kind of throw whatever's on my mind on social media and don't really think about how it could be perceived. But it had like 350 uh, quote tweets, retweets, whatever. And some of the conversation, some of the discourse, Dan, it just, it blew me away. Like, I, I know we mock the MJ versus LeBron. Like, that's the laziest sports talk radio take you could possibly have. But then I see how fired up people still get and how angry people get. And it wasn't like a, and immediately after the Lakers lose, I'm going to go crush LeBron. I actually thought it was complimentary of LeBron. I was just saying there's just nobody like MJ. Mm -hmm. And so to see the reaction, and then, oh, by the way, to see what Scottie Pippen said, MJ versus LeBron just literally makes people crazy. It makes them, (laughs) it makes normal people act completely irrational. I was, I shouldn't be blown away, but I was blown away by the reaction to it. Here's my question because when you say, I'm a this, but that. Usually no one agrees with you. Sure. Because the people who like may also have been a LeBron guy are like, oh, come on. And then the Jordan fans are like, oh, you're a LeBron guy. Like, did anybody agree with you in those 300 just yeah. comments? I didn't even get well, to the quote retweets. Yes, because I said he is a, a Jordan is a competitor unlike anybody else. I think a lot of people understood that I was saying that LeBron might even be the more talented player, but MJ was the better competitor but surprise surprise most people on social media missed the point and made it whatever it was supposed to be about he's Aaron Torres I'm Dan Byer live for the tire studios in for Covino and Rich game seven tonight it's not who just wins what brand wins that's next at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.